You're listening to Them Damn Indians on Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and I appreciate you tuning in today. It's a beautiful Friday, so you know what? Why not? Or you know what? If you're listening via podcast, it's whatever day you're listening. So welcome. This is from our own KOCO News, Channel 5. And the headline, of course, this is on our social media pages. Oklahoma to end pandemic-related unemployment benefits to offer $1,200 workforce incentive. Governor Kevin Stitt on Monday announced that the state would offer a $1,200 incentive to people who get off unemployment and get back to the workforce. This news comes as the Oklahoma governor said he will end the extra pandemic unemployment benefits in the Sooner State. Generally, those federal pandemic unemployment benefits were at an extra $300 a week on top of regular unemployment. Stitt said that he will end that extra $300 on June 26th. Now that we're on the other side of COVID, which we're really not, and our economy looks far better than other parts of the country, Stitt's and business leaders from across the state said they're having trouble hiring workers. Citing anecdotal evidence, Stitt said he believes that's at least partially due to some people making more on unemployment than they made at their last job. He said, quote, Our challenge is not getting businesses back open. We've done that. It's been getting employees back to work. Without a doubt, one of the factors causing this has been the continued extension of extra federal benefits, end quote. That extension will soon end, but Oklahoma will take a different approach than some other states by offering a $1,200 bonus to the first 20,000 people, 20,000 Oklahomans who sign up. People who are eligible must be getting off unemployment, must stay with a new employer for at least six weeks, and work at least 32 hours a week. Oklahoma Democrats blasted the move because, you know what, this Oklahoma Democrat was about to blast the move. Here we go. Mickey Dollins, we love Mickey Dollins, uh, he said, quote, rejecting federal unemployment benefits before they expire this September is short-sighted and punitive. There is no proof that these benefits are contributing to worker shortage, end quote. The $1,200 incentive will be funded through federal dollars coming from Joe, President Joe Biden's American Rescue Plan. There is so much in that, y'all. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm going to have to go with Mickey Dollins on this. Like, those don't run out until September. Why? Uh, so, so with the, with the money, <laughs> with, the, with the money from the hated Democratic president that, you know, Sleepy Joe and all this crazy stuff that that people say about him, even though he's getting to work and he's getting it. That's what they're going to fund this nonsense with. And it's only open to 20,000 people. Okay, so to, to to take this away from Oklahomans early, to take these federal benefits away from Oklahomans early is obscene. Number one. Number two... Um, okay, so you have to get off unemployment, so you got to get a job. You got to work at least 32 hours, which means that's not full time. You don't have to get benefits, right? Like, you just have to work 32 hours a week. You can be part-time and work 32 hours a week. So, and you have to be with your new employer for at least six weeks. 
So is that not going to be a thing to get your $1,200 and bail on the seventh week or eighth week? Is that not going to be a thing? Tell me how that's not going to be taken advantage of. Conservative, fiscally conservative Republicans, please tell me how that's not going to be taken advantage of. Um, but the largest issue, the largest issue that I see, and I see it, and in, in this affects me in all kinds of ways, is not, is, is the, <clears throat> how shall I word this? We are not paying our employees enough. I try to make sure that my employees, I, I actually had a, a $12 minimum wage. I've, I've had that implemented since the first. That was, I felt, uh, especially, you know, getting your start in media, I felt that that was pretty, pretty reasonable, especially considering some, some jobs some younger people could get past that. And then, you know, work your way up from there and pay what somebody's worth. Um, and yeah, COVID, I'm a business owner that, you know, we, COVID kicked us in the, in the balls. Um, uh, a lot of government decisions in the Trump administration really took the rug out from under me in some of the things that I was doing in my consulting business. And so it, it was, it's been a lot. So I get it. I get it. Like, we're all financially hurting and, and things like that. I, I totally understand that. I, I It was a shoestring here, y'all. It And it has been. And we were recovering and we were making it. <laughs> and we're going to. But it's, it's, it's been really difficult. Just on that business owner front. So I empathize with that. I get that. I'm living that. I live it. However, if employees are receiving more in these benefits than they, they're getting paid to work 32 to 40 hours or however many hours they have to work to survive, to take care of what they have to take care of. Um, that means we're not paying them enough. That's just what that means. I, I don't understand how people think that minimum wage at what it is now is okay. That's not okay. $7.50 an hour? That's not Okay. I just, and, and we, what, what do we do? Like as business owners, we blame the employee, right? Well, they just want too much money. Well, they're just being paid to stay at home and be lazy. 
right? No. They're they're being paid what they paid in to their unemployment insurance because <laughs> that's part of what they pay into. Is that like don't get it confused. And that's that's what employers pay into too. That's why you pay into it. And so it's just like I said, invest more in the worker because it's obvious when you invest more in the worker, that's what stimulates the economy. They make more, they have more to spend. So they go out and they do more because they can. And it's appalling to me that that 20,000, only 20,000, okay? And, and, and here's the thing, too. Are those 20,000, do they have to be getting state jobs? Because I'm telling you what, have you seen some of the salaries for what they're asking here in the state? How low their offers are? To these professionals, like PhDs. (laughs) Oh, please, please, please come work for the Department of Mental Health for pennies. Probably won't even cover your student loans. Not to mention, I mean, if that, and if that's what they're offering to highly educated people, what do you think they're offering to just their general workforce? You know, it's our state does not pay its workers well. It doesn't. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. And so are these 20,000 people having to get state jobs? That's how they they stay off of unemployment. Or how do they quantify that? Again, if we're going to look at this from fiscally conservative Republican views that would be like an overreaching government right wouldn't that be considered that for for that in kind of government incentive incentives oh no government incentives perish the thought but he's gonna do that and it's twelve hundred dollars that's it a one-time payment of twelve hundred dollars which again All I see with that is the grift. All I see with that is the grift. I'm sure there are some people who will continue working or whatever. Or I don't know. Maybe stay there 90 days until they can get unemployment and then bail. I I just don't know. But this this is just another divisive thing. This whole, you know, get back into the workforce... Well, pay the workforce what they're worth and they'll get back to work. You can't expect you can't expect people to to do that. To to go for I mean 725 an hour. I mean, unless it's your very very first job and you're still living at home and you're, you know, your parents are comfortable or whatever. I mean, maybe like but a lot of these young people who have to work these jobs have a lot of family responsibilities. They they work hard. They deserve to to have a higher base salary. 
it's it's just obscene and and so what happens what happens when you don't invest in your workers well you get workers like you like you see around a lot of our restaurants and our businesses here go to the retail businesses like the chain retail businesses and some of them have good workers but some of them oh and the the fast food oh dear god the fast food it's hard to eat fast food anymore and i i mean i'm telling you i'm the queen of fast food you hear me but it's it's hard because everywhere you go uh, like it's bad like customer service is dead they're either older and don't want to be there they're younger and they don't got no people skills or you know they've always got that one middle manager who's running their ass off trying to trying to get everything done like it's uh but we got to invest in our workers we've got to like that's one of the the things that that I'm I'm running into right now is is that and really trying to find the fit because this this environment is not for everyone and it's got to be a fit and so that's that and that's just me for my stuff now somebody somebody else you know they'll they'll have a some other employer will have a different mindset about it but for me I'm very specialized and what I need but you know the the turnover rates at some of these businesses and the fact that they are uh, receiving more in unemployment benefits than the benefits at their actual job that they work I think we got to re-examine this and I think that Kevin Stitt is the worst governor that we've had. Is he worse than Mary Fallon? God, can I say that? I don't know that he is. And it's like I said, Dr. Crow has this. But but right now, I mean, shit, she didn't fight the tribes. So I'm going to say, you know, I don't know. I'm going to have to think on it. I'm going to think on it. But, uh, but we'll talk to Crow, Dr. Crow about that. And... Uh, see where all this nonsense is going because what is going on why hasn't anybody thrown their hat in the ring to run against this fool somebody's got to somebody anybody <laughs> anybody except somebody worse than him oh my god I don't know who would that who that would be but please dear god it can't be worse than him it's <laughs> what a precarious place Oklahoma politics is and the place to live that that has to abide by these decisions by these bogus politicians it's it's awful but you know what it's our home and that's it we're gonna continue to talk about it I'm always going to talk about it, so there you go. You ain't getting rid of me like that. <laughs> we are indigenous, we're independent, and you are listening to Them Damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.